Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the bigger picture, and today we are diving into the second quarter GDP advance estimates for Singapore. Well, good news. Singapore has escaped a technical recession. To help us break down the latest numbers, we have Barnabas Gunn, senior economist at RHB Bank. Good morning, Barnabas. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Ryan. Well, what a way to start Friday, right? So let's start with the numbers. And I have to say, your numbers, your forecasts were a bit more negative and pessimistic than the crowd. And you were looking for a negative 1.9% quarter on quarter. What we got was growth of 0.3%. So we escaped a technical recession. So walk us through what happened here. We did avoid a technical recession and this is indeed good news, at least uh, from an analyst like myself covering Singapore you know, and phasing Singapore out. You know, so uh, that's good news for, for us saying that Singapore has avoided a technical recession. But you know, if, we, if we do plug in the numbers, you know, like for example, we did see that manufacturing has uh, contracted by 7.5%. We've seen that construction expanded 6.6% and services have expanded by 3%. These are all good, you know, uh, except for manufacturing. But if we do plug these numbers in, um, the model actually still shows a negative year-on-year and Q-on-Q print, at least from the modeling perspective. And that basically suggests that there are other variables at hand that is actually supporting uh, Singapore's GDP. You know, uh, there is this other component, you know, like, for example, the ownership of dwellings as well as taxes on production and imports, you know, which it's uh, not usually being quoted, uh, you know, in the press, but it does go into the model. So uh, that could be one of the reasons as to why it lifted uh, Singapore's GDP. What surprised me as well was the services sector. Mm. You know, uh, I didn't see that services, I didn't expect services to expand by 3%. Uh, that's simply because we are already seeing a moderating, uh, maybe more so tourism numbers appear to have, uh, to have peaked in April. You know, uh, in May, tourism arrivals actually declined on a month-on-month perspective. And we do see that tourism support will stay limited into the second half of this year. So I think all in all, the key surprise really was from the services sector was actually slightly stronger uh, as compared to what we have seen. Yeah, Barnabas, I guess the question next is momentum. Where does it go from here? Because when I look at the headlines, Taylor Swift's coming to town, Coldplay, and much more. We've got F1. So I suppose you've got an argument that services could continue to grow. Is that a good way to look at it? No, I think there are two ways to look at it. I think first and foremost, our modelling, our our regression shows that uh, at least from China's perspective into Asia, uh, when it comes to tourism tourism outbound into Asia, we are seeing that it may likely continue to stay like luster, you know, given that we do see that China's GDP is also very much correlated with the tourism demand into, you know, ASEAN. So that's one, that's one side of the equation because we are expecting China's uh, growth to still remain like luster at mm. least, you know, the second half of this year. That's one part of the equation. The second part of the equation is what you just mentioned. You know, we have Coldplay, we have uh, most like, uh, you know, Taylor Swift, you know, that's coming in and we also have, you know, the F1, we do have uh, Black Friday, we have Singles Day, we have Christmas, you know, so, you know, so a lot, a lot of a lot of seasons 
personal impact is concentrated, especially in the second half of this year. You know, and of course, from the domestic consumption point of view, uh, we have seen that last year, whereby there's some pent up demand prior to the increase in GST mm-hmm. from seven to eight percent. You know, uh, we may likely see the same pent up demand phenomenon into the second half of this year, especially when domestic demand, you know, consumers like you and me start to like, you know, look, you know, GST is going to go up one more time, you know, uh, in January 2024. Should I make that bigger purchase prior to January 2024? Maybe so, you know, so that could be, you know, one of the pent up demand that could, you know, support the consumption, you know, of our function in Singapore. But be as it may, you know, Ryan, I mm. think if we look at, you know, the entire picture as a whole, we do see that uh, on the balance of risk perspective, uh, we do see three especially as to why uh, Singapore's growth momentum will improve. I mean, we are already seeing that stock market is actually going very nicely, you know, and that means that risk appetite may continue to recover, really on the back of near-peak rates that is already seen in developed markets. We are seeing, you know, um, I mean, also even though tourism stays limited, but that is still, you know, relatively higher on a year-on-year basis when it comes to higher tourism and retail. And last but not least, uh, the high-frequency numbers like trade and industrial production, even though there is a contraction on a year-on-year perspective, the momentum is seen to be recovering into the second half, you know, especially when things are becoming better. Yeah. So I think, yeah, we are, we are seeing these three key reasons. Barnabas, uh, let's talk about recovering in the second half. So where is manufacturing fitting in this equation? Because the electronic sector mm. has been going through a bit of a slump. Are mm. we seeing the bottoming out of this in this current quarter? I think most most importantly, so we are seeing a year-on-year contraction, you know, so that is, uh, you know, on the surface appears to be pessimistic, you know, and, you know, gloomy and such. But the thing is that on a month-on-month perspective, it seems to be bottoming out already. You know, uh, we are seeing positive, you know, month-on-month, you know, really, if you look at it on the three-month moving average uh, time frame, uh, it seems that the momentum is, uh, appears to have been recovering, at least in the latest numbers. And this basically okay. means that uh, there has been, you know, some, 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 some support, you know, at least from the global front. In terms of support, to what degree is the stronger Sing dollar helping the numbers? Because I'm seeing the mm-hmm. Sing dollar versus the greenback, it's up by 5.6% in the past year. Well, I think that Singapore's monetary policy, uh, I'm getting a little bit too technical here, but, you know, I think for the layman, uh, there is a 1.5% appreciation, the estimated 1.5% appreciation of the Sing dollar against the basket of currencies. And Singapore being a export-oriented, you know, economy, a stronger Sing dollar doesn't necessarily mean a better trade prognosis for Singapore because what we do see is that a stronger Sing dollar would mean a more expensive export into the regional, you know, economies. But I think be as it may, you know, what we are seeing really is that we are already beyond the Sing dollar, there has been evidence of a recovering, you know, phenomenon across uh, the globe, you know, like the US, we are seeing a very strong, uh, you know, equity market, especially, and the numbers are, uh, you know, the labor the labor market as well, you know, as the, the high frequency numbers in the US uh, is doing well. You know, we are also seeing China, you know, a bit of a slowdown there, but, you know, hopefully there's some clarity in the second half that could actually help uh, the Chinese economy to become better in the second half. You know, Singapore is a very small and open economy, so it's very, very, very much dependent on how our neighbours are performing as well. All right, so a great wrap-up of the latest GDP numbers out today. Singapore escapes a technical recession, growing by 0.7% on-year and on-quarter up 0.3%. Thank you for your time today, Barnabas. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. 
That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.